straight out of Leighton. You're listening to Nitwick Radio with your hosts, Long, Logan, Long Aaron, Yo, Jake, David and again? Cody. No, I think just he'll be back. I think not here this week. I think the man's just not here this week. I would first like to formally apologize for being out of pocket last episode. <laughs> Aaron took me aside after the show, and keep in mind, audience members, after the show, none of us have any reason to lie anymore. Yeah, yeah. On, on the show, we have many incentives to lie, but <laughs> like the outside of the show, we speak the truth. And the first thing Aaron says to me when we got off of the show was, "You were out of pocket." Yeah. Threatened him with a captive bolt gun. I felt like I was in a scene from No Dude, Country for yeah, Old Men. I don't even know if I've ever heard Aaron use the phrase out of pocket before. Well, he, he has. There's a first for everything. He has. That, yeah. that you know what? You got out of pocket. Yeah. See, I and that's how you know. Because if someone throws around a term like out of pocket, like it's nothing. Like, oh, bro, that YouTube video of a mongoose eating a, a cranberry was out of pocket. You know it's not legitimate. But when somebody like Aaron says something was out of pocket... You take that seriously. You treat that with respect. Absolutely, yeah. It's like me calling something good. Yes. Golden opinion. Hello that's, and welcome that's to true. Nitwick Radio. This is season three, episode... 14. 14. And uh, <laughs> this week, album of the week <laughs> is... <laughs> album of the week is uh, Doolab Mix. Doolab. Yes, the Glitch Mob... Do lab Coachella. Get like lab calling it an album of the week is a little misleading. Mixtape of the week. Mixtape of the week. This it's like week, a, yeah. It's like a live set of the week. It Welcome a, to it the is, it is a live <laughs> set Dap of the Piff week. podcast. Uh, topic of the week is when is when gate- is gatekeeping okay? okay? Did you even remember? I, I didn't remember. It's yeah. when is gatekeeping okay? Uh, and this is Lauren's question. Yes, it is. When is oh. it's going to be a good discussion? No, it's, it's not. Spicy. I hope things no, get spicy not. this no, episode. I, but I can't be out of pocket. You can't because be out of pocket. Because I was though. last time. One rule, no more. Even though we're yeah. talking about glitch mob and gatekeeping, I can't be out of pocket this episode. You can't be out of pocket. Yeah, I don't know. It's real depressing. It's a new house rule. So do you guys think Damon is uh, a little bit upset at the world? Uh, about what? He frequently is. Yeah, I was like, Usually. I, are you surprised by that? Most people no, no, spend no. most of their 20s upset at the state of the world. Do you want to know what's even more hilarious? And 30s. Is, and y- 40s. Y- do y'all remember his rant about uh, listening to Damon? to Danger Zone at Amazon while he was working. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was classic. Homie on Letterboxd was like, how many times will I have to listen to Danger Zone? But I was like, dude, you went to Top Gun. Like, what did yeah, you, you expect, that on man? Yourself. That's that's I'm sorry, complaint. Damon. Yeah. Like, yeah. if it was thrust upon you in the workplace, that's one thing. Here's, here's the <laughs> thing. That's harassment. <laughs> it it was thrust upon way. him in the workplace, but you have to consider what Damon has done professionally. He's chosen to make music a career. And he's like, I'm at these DJs, and it, he's being a DJ at these weddings. And he's like, it's the same 14 songs. And yep. it's like, well, but yeah, like that's what professional live music is. And so it's interesting to me that he would rage so hard about hearing Danger Zone and then choose a career in which he would purposefully expose himself to the maximal amount of Danger Zone. I know, like literally... If you are do- DJing the way he's DJing, you basically have to play it the safest possible. Yeah. Like, it is straight now, up listen, safe. Now, listen, listen. If you want to, like, work a part-time Uber job, Uber Eats job, and then, you know, host a jungle, a 90s jungle revival night. Oh, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> then, that. then you can be like, oh, I only listen to good, obscure music, you know. Then I think you're allowed to suffer. At this point... 
Damon, you're making too much money off Danger Zone and affiliates to complain about Danger Zone. <laughs> By anymore. the way, um, update. Amen. Up, update. I, I I went to r slash Aesop Rock. You know, did my due diligence. Tried yeah. to find out if there really might be a redditor out there. One who hadn't heard that. Just one. You literally picked the worst forum to find that. Pretty question sure. Out too. Pretty sure. I. I'm pretty sure that post was flagged pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. It doesn't help that you also were like, did you hear what these guys are on? Yeah. What you're going to have to do. It's great. What you're going to have to do. I I do think I'll do it sometime because I'll get a free 10 bucks out of Lauren. But like. Yes, you will. What what I think is just, we're just going to have to sweep DMs and just say, hey, did you know about this? Hey, Hey, did you know about this? Actually, you know what? Shout out to the listeners. If, if, If anybody out there. Uh, one has, person has a Reddit account or anything like that. <laughs> if you want to go and kind of like, you know, get get something happening in a Reddit forum, r slash anything, and then just post it to our Discord or something. Let us <laughs> let us see it. Here, here's let's the deal. get let's get a wave started. All Here, right. Here's the deal. <laughs> Cowbunga. We've heard from no Cody money. that there is there are new listeners to the show that already have beef with me. You can you can help me lose. You can give Jake and Aaron a win. You can you can nene me live on air if you just find one person with a Reddit account who listens to Aesop Rock who has not heard of that flipping word diversity study. Yeah, I think I, I'm legitimately going to start asking every time I am the one ordering food at the drive through. I'm going to order my food. That's and then, funny. Because, and then at the end, yeah. I'm going to ask about Aesop Rock. Probably I'm a disproportionate number of fast food workers listen to Aesop Rock. I know. Rock. Yeah, oh, no. yeah, that's <laughs> definitely like two to one. Yeah. <laughs> why, would, to why, why? why would that be? Because that's working class rap. I just, <laughs> oh, I just love that's, like. That was, that was a good explanation. No, backpack wrapping. If there's one thing I miss about working in food service, it's there's how many people everywhere. I knew that wanted a rap career. There was so much more back then. As, you know? as a former yeah. person who perused Team Backpack, we'll just call it that. Rest in peace. It was the best site on the internet. Team Backpack? <laughs> Team Backpack was literally just a website slash Facebook page that promoted backpack rappers. That's awesome. And so, like, I've discovered a ton of rap just via them. Yeah. Here are the Ox, for example. Two awesome Korean dudes from L.A. doing, like, hard gangster rap in the 90s style. Mm-hmm. But, like singing or not singing but like rapping from a very korean perspective yeah it's so like references to korean culture are everywhere in their music but yeah shout out to the backpackers wow so wait, is this, is this the kind of stuff that like you, you know you're cruising venice beach and then some dude's like yo 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 you want my mixtape and then wait, he kind of starts backpackers are people that have like a you know what, literal those... backpack and they have like their audio technica headphones yep. in there and they're real down with like Aesop Rock and like the Thinkers rap. You know, they're listening to Gangstar. Yep. No NWA. They got on a moment of truth in the cut. Yeah. So yeah. What, what do you Kids call working for hedge funds listen to Drake. Kids working in the back of the Pizza Hut are listening to Aesop Rock. <laughs> they're you know slapping what I mean? the whole Rhyme Sayers discography back there. So, what do you call the guys that are at Venice Beach trying to tools. Uh, get your <laughs> tools, get their mixtape? No, like. Then it quickly becomes bullying. It's harassment I, after about just three words. Pushy sales, how, how is how is working in the back of a Pizza Hut the sophisticated rapper? It just like, is. How is, that, how like, is this sophisticated? I, I don't know how to all? put. I don't know how to tell you this, Jake. But the best rap bars I've ever heard performed live or freestyled was in the back of a Pizza Hut. I go work a fancy government job. I go work for the university. I I oh, wait. You worked at Pizza Hut, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, oh yeah. The First best freestylers. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody, like three people I knew at Pizza Hut had a mixtape. No, Lauren, legit, that, legit. 
uh, grew as an individual at that Pizza Hut. If you haven't talked about that Pizza Hut with Lauren, there, there's so <laughs> no, no, much. No, no. There's Which so much you don't know. I remember. I remember hearing about it. That's why I, it started to jog memories. Yeah. But it's very I don't important see to me. Why Which one was it? What location? You don't see why uh, Kaysville. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I don't yeah. see why Kays. Uh, Gosh dang it! You guys just crossed my wires. It's okay. I don't see why Pizza Hut would attract that. I I don't mean like, <laughs> like Pizza Hut specifically. I'm just want to observe the phenomenon that the well people, I know, but like fast food and stuff but like in the, general. The, like why would that the attract people that? who like the trashy rap, like the mainstream ultra stuff, for some reason tend to be like just white kids from Davis, and the people who listen to rap and appear to and I mean we make fun of it by calling it backpack rap, but the people who are actually like about lyricism about metaphor about vocabulary tend to just i don't know be more diehard artists and come from circumstances that are huh. are less favorite i don't know i don't know that's interesting um, and just legitimately many of them were talented and it was crazy to me because i met people that i thought had legitimate skill as rappers but like were in the working as pizza hut assistant managers for like 10 years and I guess that's just what it is. That That's what it is to love something at that level. You know what I mean? If you love something at the level where you are a backpack rapper, then you, you're you living an ascetic lifestyle where you're giving up things to celebrate you're like your a level. Buddhist monk of hip-hop. Son. Yeah. <laughs> Working in fast food. Let's go. Uh, before we move on, I, I have to know, what, what what's the guy's name that you worked with at that Pizza Hut that you talked to for hours after shift? Oh, Brent. That guy. Yeah, shout out Brent. Have you talked to him in a while? Nah, because when he left, I was like, Brent, you have to promise that we're going to keep talking. He's like, I'm a construction worker who's <laughs> 45 years old, who's doing this as a side job to feed my family. Logan, I don't think I'm ever going to talk to you again. And I said, don't say that, Brent. Promise we're going to talk every day. <laughs> I even bought him a cake, and yep, lo and behold, after he left, <laughs> bro, that's we hard. never that man spoke of his again. Word? That crap was heartbreaking. Oh. He's a man of his word, though. You got to give him. He respect was real. That. Like, okay, I'll give I, him. I respect up. that. I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have continued talking to me either. <laughs> it's not a hatred thing. He's just a forty-five-year-old construction worker. He's like a friendship transient man. He's he just gave got me a lot of cigarettes. <laughs> Nice. He, gave, he gave you a lot of cigarettes. He gave me a How lot of cigarettes. How old were you at this point? Well, I don't want to get him in trouble. No, 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 no. <laughs> we don't even know his last name. But good for him. <laughs> I was nineteen, though. Nice. Yeah. Is it? Uh, yeah. We'll talk after. <laughs> <laughs> I have a few questions about that. A lot of cigarettes. Um. I also smoked terrible weed in the back of that with a guy who knocked up a seventeen-year-old. Oh. He was twenty-nine oh. and a felon. <laughs> There's a lot of red flag. <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay, and well. you know what the best part was? He was a Pizza Hut driver. And when he found out that she was pregnant, I was like, dude, what are you going to do? Like, obviously, there are options out there, you know, because you I didn't mean to say this, but I was like, you clearly don't have your life together. And he was like, you know what? I think this will really help me clean up my act. Knocking up a 17 year old smoking trash weed in the back of a pizza. He's in jail. 29 years old. He had had an arm tattoo. I kid you not. This is real. He had an arm tattoo with a bunch of digits on it to show people that he went to jail, but it was just his birthday because he went to like a minimum security prison. <laughs> he went to for county like for dealing- 30 days. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> that doesn't count. He That's was not like, jail. oh yeah, I'm a real felon. It's like, it's just his birthday. That's not an ID. That's so funny. You can get felonies without even going to jail. You're not hard because you have a felony. Yeah, what literally. I but I, I love the like, you know what? 
I think this will really make me clean up my act and make me a better person. <laughs> Dude, the statement. end of this story is I'm trolling Venmo because we're still friends on there. And just last month, I see a payment of like two grand labeled child support. Public transaction. That's horrible, and I hate all the things you just said, dude. My day is worse off. She was seventeen. I I I get that. I just my day is worse off. I view Pizza Hut differently now. I view Pizza Hut differently. Yeah, they're well, but that's every that's every what Pizza Hut's gonna come for us next. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Like Sony sent the CD. We're not even gonna need a C and D. They're just gonna sue us for defamation. (laughs) Outright. Pizza Hut versus Lauren. Oh my! <laughs> That's the name of the case. They don't even use your last name or anything. Pizza Hut versus Lauren as a representative. I of can't wait Radio. to go broke on this hill. <laughs> the all Patreon the way, all money the, all goes to lawyer fees. All the way to the federal, the, the Supreme Court. We gotta, we gotta like. I don't know exactly what it would be, but it's got to be a, a one of those cases that gets re- referenced quite often. I don't like know. I don't know what something. they would come after me for because everything I've said is true. It's just factually. true. It's just facts. Uh-huh. I figured I would get skewered for an opinion I'd have at least <laughs> if I were to go broke on something like this. Well, we've been. It's the album. It's the we, album. We, we better. We better album. get on it's this. the album. I got things. To say. We're not talking about uh, the Gallagher brothers. We can actually talk about this album. <laughs> Playboy Cardi episode. For the record. <laughs> for the record. Um. I, I was I, I was asking questions about the Gallagher brothers, right? And then, uh, and then it any, anyway anyway turned out Playboy Cardi. It, it turned out to be the episode it was Playboy Cardi. Playboy Cardi. Yeah, yeah. I did do a really really cringy rock star made impression, and yeah. I I regret it. I'm so proud. You guys of you. are the I found my copy of and What's the Story of Morning Glory today. I was nice. looking for something entirely unrelated, and I was like, huh, there's a stack of CDs. Wonder what's in that. It was like some Smashing Pumpkins, a bunch of shoegaze records, mm. and then. Oasis. I was like, oh, nice. That's where it went. Yeah, I'm still listening to Oasis, man. I'm actually literally like I I picked that album a long time ago, and I'm still on that wave. So whatever. I don't think anybody changed. We we made it through the season. This is the last. Wait, we were able to change. Yeah, yeah. I I said at the beginning, you have one change, and nobody used it. Does that mean we can stack it for next season? Like next season, I have no, no, no. You get one change a season, and nobody used it. So we actually stuck to what we chose. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I was on the album this week, and as stated earlier, wait, is it changes in like your hairdresser is like you can come back for free and get it fixed, and you're like, if I'm unhappy with it, the odds that I'm going back to you, yeah, it's it's that type of change. Let, like, let me put it this way: <laughs> the second change, you have to Venmo me, right? How but, much? But set a price right now: seven dollars. Right. Uh, seven dollars. Okay. Oh come on, you could have done so nothing. Much it should have been a hundred dollars. He said seven dollars, and I got. <laughs> No, I got pressured into it. That was peer pressure, and I fell for it. No, no, no. You know what? You get to come back once. You get to change it once. I get to change once. Eight dollars. Second time I Venmo myself. No, no, no. It's it's one hundred dollars. Yeah, wait. What's the fee? No, dude. It's gotta be. It's gotta be like, dude. I want to be able to actually make a profit on this. Yeah, hundred dollars. One hundred dollars. No, y'all ain't gonna pay a hundred bucks to change your house. Right. I'm gonna say twenty dollars final price. Twenty dollars. You How many? One all right, Aaron, when you're editing this, put in the Curb Your Enthusiasm music, and then we'll come back to this next <laughs> season after Damon or somebody's given Dude, Jake like three hundred dollars. Jameson's on with us next week. Should we just show up and just uh, be do the auto tune episode? And yes. and Jameson's just a normal voice. <laughs> no, 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 yes, no. Yes. 
Let's no. do that. Let's, do that. Let's do that with Damon or something. Y'all not Jameson. Y'all this is shut way... down my British accent episodes. So oh, oh, was I was so excited to oh. do that. No, hey, season finale. Oh. Let's do the auto tune episode. Okay, season finale. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Season finale, season finale is the auto tune episode. Yeah, because next week will be Jameson, and then the next week is season finale. So. Holy crap! That's yep. wow. We only missed like three weeks off. We of only like, missed like yeah. Three we weeks. did pretty well. Yeah. All things considered. We, yeah. yeah. All things considered, we're we're doing better. All things considered, we're doing better and we almost finished the season. So, so anyway, back dies. to the album. Back to the album. So yeah. as stated at the intro, um, I actually chose a live mix. So it kind of doesn't count as an album, but you know what? It's close enough. Um, it is the Glitch Mob Do Lab mix from 2016 that they performed at Coachella. Um I have loved this mix since it came out. I remember when it came out and uh oh my gosh. There there's kind of um if you listened to Glitch Mob's discography, this mix is even better. Because a lot of it is their stuff cut together with all of these different samples and hooks and acapellas mm-hmm. that you never would have thought of fitting them where they fit. And so it was just like when I heard it, I was just like, "Oh my gosh, this is crazy." Mm-hmm. But um, anyways, Glitch Mob, it's a three-piece uh, band. I'm not going to call it a band, but it's a three-piece. I know you're only not calling it a band because you anticipate multiple members of this table jumping down your throat. <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't call them a band. That was just that was just kind of like I would like call them a joke. band. I wouldn't call them a band. Why not? Because electronic music is not a band. <laughs> what? Pendulum That's a not- band? Whoa. I don't know about this. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll get into that later. That's not that. I, that I was not the time. Legit, nor I don't know about this. <laughs> but like, um, I guess if there's multiple artists, maybe you could call it a band. What, what like, else is it? Okay, but like my thing is, think about like Flume. Are you going to call Flume a band? No, Flume's a but person. It's just like a person. It's a single. Well, no. technically, it's a creative project with his whole agency. But yeah, it, because he's it's, got. It's mostly a person. He's got Jonathan Zawada doing the art. Like, like Gorillas. Is that a band? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Why is it a band? Because he. I'm not talking about because he I'm pretends not, to be. I'm talking people. about Damon in the studio. Is that a band? No, he all it's the just when he performs, he gets a live band, right? Yeah. And that's a band. But but, but I'm talking is the project well Gorillaz. well okay. But to be clear, people call Gorillas a band, but it's usually prefaced with virtual band or like conceptual band. Like no, I don't think anybody's calling a uh, Gorillas a band straight out without that kind of qualification. Yeah. I so am. I guess at, at the root of what I'm trying to say here, calling electronic music band just feels like a boomer thing. Coen and Sound so is like I, kind of a band. What about like Pendulum? But isn't that just like an electric? Isn't it that like the drums are electric? What about a yeah. wonder? I mean, yeah, the drums are that's, electric. That's not but... just like that. That's like acoustic instruments. Yeah, wait a in second. Too, what about though? a wonder? They have acoustic instruments or are they too. A band? I, I don't know. I just feel like the term what about, band what about, aligns more with acoustic what about instrumentation. Tennyson. What about Tennyson. Tennyson's a band. Tennyson's a band. True, but they're physically playing it. Dude. Like, oh, like literally, Hey, they pretend to diddle buttons up there. Your rules are <laughs> I, the worst. Yeah, they are the worst. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting hey, don't everybody don't be mean. To, don't be it, mean. I'm just trying to say, I don't want to diminish your EDM rules artists are the by worst. saying... Somebody clip that. We'll play that back on him. Well, but I, I don't but want to diminish what EDM I, artists what, by what saying I, they can't be a band. I do. I, it just feels like a boomer thing. Saying electronic artists are bands feels like a boomer thing. But if they are a band... You know what? You walk in... I'm not saying Flume is a band. Glitch Mob's like banging off my speakers and somebody walks in. This is a cool band. 
Like, yeah. That's just that just sounds stupid. I mean, I wouldn't say that because it's not in the vernacular, but I think they are a that's band. That's what I'm saying. Okay, sure. If you just pull out that it's not in the vernacular card, I'll do the same thing. Okay, it's not in the vernacular, but sure. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it a band. They work together for a musical goal, so I guess it's a Jack band. U. Is Jack U a band? Goal. It's the same problem. It's the same problem. Calling. I think Jack U is a great band. Ah, it sounds so bad, dude. I, I can't no, no, believe no. you guys so, don't get that. Like, does that no, not I feel mean, bad? Does I don't, it sound bad to you? I don't think it sounds That's, good. It sounds horrible. I think, As but the I think boomer are, of the group, I think I get final say on what it is to be a boomer and how it feels to be a boomer. I, I agree with how that. How does it feel, actually? Pretty great. I'm not going to lie. I'm chilling. <laughs> I wasn't aware um, that our podcast was about intersectionalism and that we had to have groups represented so they could Oh, no, 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 no. It's only intersectional for boomers. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everything else is highly problematic. <laughs> but... Oh my gosh! It's all a band. Everything's a band. I'm Skrillex, a band. A band. It, that is the boomer tale. We're in the we're in chaotic evil. Like chaotic evil, all a band. You know what? That's I, true. There's an alignment chart here. Yeah, it's literally th- the same one. And like, is hot dog a sandwich? It, my thing is, it's just like what it feels like. Is it feels like when somebody is listening to an electronic artist, for example, let's just say Skrillex, because we've already been talking about him, and they're like, oh how. When did they put this song out? Like they refer to them in plural and they make it sound like a band. Hey, Jay. That is so boomer. So what is like, the, that what is, is what's wrong so... with that? What is the bass class Ugh. of band include? What are the private no. members? First well, off, object oriented programming is garbage. You're doing Second. it you're doing it every day right now. Stop. <laughs> I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm not. Yes, you are. I pr- program JavaScript in a functional style exclusively. I have never, ever typed the word class in a JavaScript method. That's sick, bro. That's freaking sick. So the base class of band. You know what? What what I'll say is when you say band to anybody, generally in public, they are going to either think of like a band, like marching band or like instruments <laughs> or they're going to think of guitars, keyboard, drums, Please do singer. that uh, 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 again. That's what they're going to think of. When you say band, they're not going to think electronic duos. They're not going to think Daft See, Punk. But I, I think Daft Punk is a band. Yes. I, think, I think this is a similar argument to like, oh, you can't go, go, call a guy who's going up there with a laptop. That's not a concert. That's not a concert. <laughs> no, no, no. I agree. I, that's why I'm saying I just think this is another can we, classic can we, can argument we, about definitions that we always do on this show. Oh, my God. Like if you just <laughs> say. Definitions. Can, we consult, just can, say we, can we consult Google, please? Sure. No. Google, if, what is a band? I'm going to say, 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 is Daft Punk a band? If you just say <laughs> a band is defined as people working together for a musical goal, fine. So fine, it's a band. But it just... Oh it's the cast of Legally hey, Blonde. <laughs> Look, according to Wikipedia, Daft Punk is a duo. Oh, let's go! <laughs> wow, Jake won. Okay, no, 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 but he's not... It's not he over. daft on air. What, what, about, what about some... What, what's, what, okay, the Glitch Mob. Is the Glitch Mob a band? It's a trio. <laughs> That's like, okay, now, now I feel like we're really jazz territory, though. <laughs> no, this is jazz territory. Like, what right. defines a jazz band versus, like, a insert name here trio? It does say musical trio, dude. Let's go. It does. It's just oh Wikipedia can be edited by anybody. It's it not a can source. be edited. I, I, I'm, I'm going to go on there tonight. Even though it agrees with me, it does feel cringy to just look up the first thing on Google and say, oh, see. But what I'm going to say is on Google. things hey, up ever. Listen to me. This isn't anything on Google. This is Sputnik music. Right? Oh, that's how you know it's based. It says yeah, the Glitch Mob is a three piece electronic group. Ha! Group. 
<laughs> Nobody's using the word band, see? <laughs> I told you guys, it sounds like a boomer if you call him a band. That's well, yeah, all I, I am a boomer. All I, I was trying to say, here. all I was trying to say is, it sounds wrong. It That's sounds all wrong. I was trying to say from yep. the very beginning. Yep. <laughs> and so it sounds wrong to call him a band. But I think Skrillex is a great band, though. This is a set that they did... At Coachella, I don't want to say too much more because I actually just am really curious to hear what you guys think. I honestly don't know what you guys are going to think. I I could see it going either way with this. But I'm just going to say real quick before I turn it loose is that part of the reason I was drawn to the Glitch Mob so much. Well, first and foremost, I got a bunch of nostalgia. So again, you can't really trust my opinion here. I, I listened to them when I was young and I've loved them since. But... Their instrumentation is just so unique. The lead sounds, the percussion, and nothing is freaking quantized. It's like everything feels hand-played, and I don't know. I just find them to be very unique, and they really care about the electronic music craft. And so, anyways, you guys might have loved it or hated it or were indifferent, so I would like to hear now what you, what you guys you thought. Did you hate it? What would you rate it? No. <laughs> Dude, no. No, Lit- no literally. I have literally ended stopped. Anthony Fantano's Yeah, life. no, literally, I'm going to be honest with you, I have not actually watched Fantano in a long time. Dude. I'm proud of that. Fantano is dead. Yeah, I just Fantano, said I ended his life. Did nobody hear me? I killed I, Fantano. What happened? <laughs> How did you do it? TOS. TOS, Cody. Oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> I killed in Minecraft. In Minecraft, I, I, in Minecraft, in Minecraft. I took a captive <laughs> bolt gun. <laughs> It's our weapon of choice. <laughs> it is our fill weapon in the of blanks, choice. You know? <laughs> Yo, I just got to say, though, I do like that band, Skrillex. I love when they put out new songs. Oh, yeah. They're, they are such a good band. Oh. That Bangarang track is a pretty awesome track from that band, Skrillex. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about that. I was like, There's, that's not the song I'm after, but it was the first one that came to mind. <laughs> All right, Lauren. Come on. Let's, let's, let's hear it. What, yeah, okay. what does you right. think of the Doolab no, no, mix? No, 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 no. I, I loved it. Well, first off, I'm going to say it has a lot of overlap with the More Voltage mix, which I had on repeat, like 2014, 2015. Love it. I was failing high school so hard, and the soundtrack nice. to that was the Glitch Mob More Voltage mix. Let's go. And that's where, that's where I first heard uh, Mike, Aaron, and Eddie, the Beretta <laughs> remix, which is hands down... Pr- Maybe in my top 20 electronic songs ever. Are you serious? Yeah. Whoa. I love that track. I was not expecting my that. Yeah. And it, my my, 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 my yes. and it. That is an Aesop Rock moment on that mix. I, and when it, it kind of I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah. That I, that's probably my least favorite part of this mix. Really? Yeah. I think it's awesome. I think it has so much swagger. I think that uh, Beretta's like, uh, since behind everything... And the way everything is edited around. And then the original Haiku de Tat track is pretty good, too. I did go and listen to it once, and I did think it was interesting. And and for the most part, like, I think one of the reasons that I don't like most uh, EDM mixed with rap is because I had a few exposures to it early on that were so much better than, like, the half-assed... Whoa, I said a a naughty... Half-butted. The (laughs) half-butted... can't believe this. like like oh, oh i'm a rapper and i collaborated with diplo on a track like yeah. little xan does yeah like when somebody like the glitch mob who approaches tracks the way that they do versus someone like a diplo when glitch mob gets in there and gets with a vocal whether it's a drake acapella whether they're sampling kevin gates whether they're you know busting apart some reggaeton 
they they know how to work around it and edit it and back up the vocal. It's not just like a marketing move, like a lot of EDM rap ends up being because they're like, oh, hey, rich white kids like gangster rap and rich white kids also like fruity house music. Let's put these together. You know Canceled. what I mean? TOS. Do you know what month it is, dude? <laughs> yeah. It's Pride Month. It's Pride Month. It's and, Pride Month. And did you say reggaeton? Reggaeton. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you said reggaeton. Yeah, I did. Reggaeton. Yeah. yeah. Reggaeton. It's reggaeton. reggaeton. Oh my god. Hey, I, I got my one chance 4K. to call out Lauren on pronunciation. Oh, Good job. one time. You know what? I got to break out like the old Unreal Tournament. Applause. Oh. What you want? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time in my life. How many times are you gonna dab this episode? Huh? Coyote, bro. Coyote. Oh man, <laughs> you hit that down. No, but that that is. Uh, I mean, I, I definitely actually totally agree. Yeah. Because Ray uh, there's, there's there's a lot <laughs> wow, of that's embarrassing. There's a dude. Nice. I've been there. I on <laughs> I the show. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> um, I like. There's been a lot of EDM rap that I've listened to, and in the in its prime, like late high school when I was graduating that era, where I really liked it. But sometimes when I go back and listen to it now, I'm just like. Here's yeah, not so good. Here's you don't like I, 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 I think I, don't, I, I think I know what specifically goes Shout wrong. Strange music. Here's what specifically goes wrong: is the rapper does not really want their vocals edited because they're pouring their heart and soul into their verse, or they feel like their verse is so important that it needs to be the feature of the song. Mm-hmm. Versus the way EDM producers usually approach vocals of any kind, whether it's an acapella, whether it's a rap, whether it's you know a feature that they have. They chop it to heck because they're trying to make the vocals be less about the words and more about like the feeling that they give to things. Mm -hmm. So that's where you get great stuff like vocal chops. That's where you get awesome stutter edits. That's where they start pitching them up and down. And to be honest, most rappers, especially the more backpack variety, who are used to hearing like a bare nails beat, like a RZA style beat, and they're playing mostly unmodified voice on top of that. They don't really fly for that. They're like, you're ruining my voice, bro. Oh, yo, you you totally murdered my verse. Versus when they're sampling from somewhere else or remixing an existing track, they don't have anybody's feelings to worry about hurting. Mm-hmm. And so they instead utilize the rapping usually to give it that aggressive, playful, aggressive while being playful feel. Mm-hmm. And, and they do that a lot with Drake on these tracks. Honestly, it makes me want to go back and listen to a lot of old Drake too. But the way they cut up Drake vocals, it's like, it does feel like... A party. It does feel like this awesome flex, and you kind of don't get everything else that is Drake about it. Mm-hmm. Like Drake, Drake would be like, "Oh, but you didn't include that line where I called out my ex for cheating on me." <laughs> and Glitch Mob would be like, "Literally, who would want to hear that in a live set?" Yeah, I'm trying to chill, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I I totally agree. What what I think is cool about this mix is that there are tons of tracks and artists that they are literally just lifting tiny pieces of their yeah. hooks and then just piecing them together. And it's so cool. Well, and I think I and think- the entire t- way through the backdrop is their own discography, right? Which I just think is so sick. Oh no. And, and especially if you like listen to their product, it's what you're saying. If you have context for what their products Yo, were, yeah, drink the sea. Yeah. Just go and listen but, to drink the sea. But the yeah. thing is, I think most electronic artists and to an extent, their projects exist on the spectrum of, how much are they synthesizing? How much are they playing themselves? And how much are they sampling? Mm-hmm. And Glitch Mob, for the most part, they have probably, I want to say like five to ten synth sounds that tend to show up a lot. Yeah. But pretty much everything else That's true. appears to be a flipped sample. 
Um, and I, I love their approach to it because they're not afraid of mixing horrible quality with great quality. And I mean, you'll get a sample in there that's like bit crushed to heck. Mm-hmm. It's it's compressed. It's like pitched 12 semitones down. And then the next you'll hear like the most clean guitar strum. And you'll be like, what? These are these don't go next to each other. Uh-huh. The only thing that I would begrudge Glitch Mob, and I, I will conclude my overall with this, is that I am remorseful that their sound has somewhat been associated with product launch videos. Mm. This <sighs> this level of drums, this kind of instrumentation, I will say that they are oft imitated. I have seen their songs used in product launch videos in the past. I have too, actually. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if the popularity of Glitch Mob very much helped define what is a new product launch video. I'm thinking like iPhones and things in that territory. You know, somebody launches, like, a new smartwatch. Somebody launches, like, a pair of headphones that tracks your head bounce while you're running and adjusts the terrible dance music to that tempo, right? Like, it it would play a song that sounds like a Glitch Mob song, but probably was not created by them. And so, and I've been thinking about, like, my beef with Steven, too. And I don't think it's so much that I don't like the sounds that these guys have. I think it's more that those sounds have been deliberately appropriated to make these kinds of very generic tech product launch videos. And so that's the only thing that I think ages a little poorly about it, as opposed to like an excision, because you would never, ever hear uh, like Station 7's cut his feet off sample surrounded by shrill shrieking dubstep that bleeds the ears and polyrhythms. You would never never use that to launch a home composter. I'm about to do it. (laughs) Yeah, but the thing is, is, and that, I don't know, that does kind of bleed into some of the mentalities that go along with the gatekeeping thing. Because it's like, right. if you really like the music, does it matter? Um, I that, just have to say, you, you got to think about I, that. I really enjoy this mix 100%, and I love Drink the Sea. I love everything that they're they're sampling, actually. The originals as well. <clears throat> Don't love their White Stripes remix. Never have. I, I don't even. Oh, I, I have something nope. to say about that. I one. never I have either. liked it. It's not. It, if it, you it, notice, though, on this mix, I didn't notice this until now, but it is We Can Make the World Stop is the last song, and it actually oh. has an ending, and then it starts again. So my assumption is they came out for an encore and did like, that. It doesn't matter. It's just That's that, not, that remix what, isn't that good. No, 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 it's not. But what but I'm we saying can is, make the world stop. Is that good? It, it is, is good. It what, is what, good. What, no, but what I'm saying is, I don't know if I would consider it formally part of this mix because I think it was their encore. That's what I thought. But yeah, that could be debate. No, no, I just they 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 finally got the rights to actually release that remix because it's been popular on YouTube for a long time, and so it it showed up just as is the Playboy j- Cardi Cancun Sega remix, just like four <laughs> four months ago or so. I, I, Jack White actually posted about it. Because, like, anyway, it's a popular remix, but it's not good. It feels like the worst of that era of electronic music. Yeah. Like, no, I, I do not love that. I don't know. The, I, I did hear a, um, the, when I posted that AMV that I made at five in the morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of, oh, the, uh, of the Taylor Swift, Romeo, so Romeo and Juliet dude, That was remix. amazing, dude. I'm like, no, this is the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> That was so amazing. <laughs> Shout but, out FFM Peg. I definitely do agree with Aaron on that though. Like I, I do not love that remix either. Everything it is kind like- of a bummer that it's even like on here because 
I, that that's one of the things that Glitch Mob is known for. That if they're known, it's for one of two things. It's either the White Stripes remix or it's the remix they did on the Tron Derezzed album, which is really good. Actually, I, I like that a lot. Yeah. But they're gonna know it from one of those two, pretty much guaranteed. Do you th- do you think artists ever get to the point where they hand a song off for a remix? And then they hear it back and they're like, wow, this sucks. Okay, wait. I have <laughs> Am one. I allowed to say that? I have one. Like, do you think Jack White could be like, man, this, this is not good. I, I do. I, I think so, probably. I, I have one other beef, and that is, like, I have a uh, homemade Glitch Mob t-shirt. I actually really like it. It's That's illegal. It's pretty sweet. It is illegal. Bootlegging is cool. I also have one. <laughs> so I have a Glitch Mob t-shirt, and I'll say this. I've thought twice about wearing that shirt multiple times because I feel like the the likelihood of getting that mixed up with like the geek squad is very high. <laughs> oh man. This is a specific critique. Dude, I didn't even think about that crap. I thought it was going to be about one of the members dating that adult film star, but okay. No. I didn't even know about that. That's No, no, no. That's interesting. It's all was about it, it. Which one was it? I don't remember. But she was on a podcast that I listened to which it was no jumper. Huh. And she was like, yeah, oh and that's my boyfriend. He's God. in the glitch mob. Do I have stories about Adam Grand Mason? Anyway, that's beside the point. Okay. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. Yeah, I no, know that. but you, you, you I was I learned way too much about a certain member of the glitch mob on that podcast. You don't have, remember which one though. I let me Okay, I'm going to look it up. The likelihood of you getting associated to be like a best buy like some kind of IT worker when you're wearing that shirt though. I'm like, that's kind of real. I actually could see that. I did not even think about that until now. But yeah, the glitch mob, the geek squad. Jeez. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. That's that, Okay, but that goes along with Logan's thing. It's like, you don't, I, I don't know. Who's Uwa? Josh Mayer? Yeah, Uwa is yep. the guy that. That's him. Okay, I'm kind of glad it was Uwa and not Beretta or Edit. Edit. Dude, Edit's sick. Because Edit. That is... I can't geez. see it. I need glasses. I, I, I'll take your word for it. Of the three, Uwa's the one... learned way too much about Uwa. <laughs> what, what I'll say is, of the three, Uwa's the one that I know the least about and I've followed the least. Yeah. So thank heavens that's the one. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, thank but, God. But <laughs> thank God it ruined Josh Mayer for me and not Edward Ma or Justin Beretta. Yeah, dude. Edit, dude. I didn't even know Uwa was a member. I knew Edit and Beretta because they have killer remix, yeah. remixes. No, both both of their stuff, both of them have solo projects that are actually really good. Yeah. Like Edit, he has an album called Certified Air Raid Material. Yeah. Go listen to that. I will. Like that's actually so good. And I don't know, like a lot of the synth work you hear in Glitch Mob, I'm going to be honest, comes from edit well a lot of the drum work sounds like edit a lot of the synth work sounds more like beretta's solo stuff i disagree really go listen to certified air raid we need to hear cody's take huh i want to hear cody's take all right all right cody let's let's hear it i was really bored until the daft punk part came on i was like man this is kind of tight and then it was cool for the rest but it was like that first 15 minutes you're telling me you were bored during let's get it popping like it's new year's eve yes (laughs) how can you be bored during that I, I think I it could have just been that I listened to this album too early in the day because it was like 8.30 when I put this on today because mm. I was dead asleep when you texted us last night. <laughs> so like I saw it when I woke up for work this morning. I was like, all right. So I popped it on and I was like, man, I feel like I've been listening to this album forever. And it was like 13 minutes in. I was like, oh my God. But then like the Daft Punk part hit and I was like, this is tight. And then we got like major laser remixes in there and I was super in on that. There was a bunch of samples from Grand Theft Auto San Andreas in there and I was super in on that. 
Like yep. the last few songs were super awesome. Like where it's, I think it's the last like five songs right before the White Stripes. <laughs> yep. but, so bad. but, but, but I actually don't hate the White Stripes remix and I forgot it even existed until today because I, I don't know. I saw Glitch Mob like 10, 11 years ago around the time they released their first album. I used to do promotions for Collective in Salt Lake. I think they're called JRC now, but I'm jealous. I dude. just, I got tickets to anything that I promoted. There's like, yeah, here you go. So I, I it was great because I was poor and 16. So nice. <laughs> I just got to go to concerts all the time. <laughs> um, but where was I going with that? Oh yeah. When uh, Battlefield won, it was funny. You mentioned like product launch trailers. Mm-hmm. The Battlefield one launch trailer, when it was first revealed has the glitch mob white stripes remix song. In it. Uh, and oh, wow. so it like, was a weird nostalgia trip at like 9:45 this morning. <laughs> I was like, "Wait a second. And then I like I went and I tried to find the trailer and I just found like 50 different uploads of the remix. Nice. With the trailers all stitched together. I'm like, "I don't want all that. Just give me the original one." I was like, "I just want to watch that for good time's sake cuz Battlefield 1 was awesome." But Man, you've been you've been collecting. I've been collecting. Been collecting. No, really, he's been, been collecting. He's got but a, no, honestly, he's got TV this and rig and all. Oh, yeah, no, I got another CRT the other day. And I, it's like a hundred pounds, and I dropped it on my pinky, and like just clipped a piece of my knuckle out. Hurt pretty bad, but you know. Wait, what, Donate now to GoFundMe.com/slash Cody's pinky slash yep. Cody's pinky. Dude, Wait, what is the, the what is work. the term again for like surfing yard sales? You you said it the other day. Garage sailing. Oh yeah, garage sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh. it's like it's a it's a funny little double yeah. play on words. Well, it yeah. wasn't. I I just put sale. As a verb, I just put an ing uh, on the end. Yeah. I didn't even realize it was a pun until you just said it. You, when you said it, I thought it was a real term. I was like, "Bro, that's nice. kind of actually genius." It's, that's garage sailing. Yeah. I wish I came up with that. <laughs> Unfortunately, there was no thought put into it. <laughs> so, in a way, you did. In a way, yeah. you did, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna Urban Dictionary trademark it. Nice. That's that's a that's a path to success right it's, there. It is. That's a path that'll make to you success. rich. Yeah. True. But yeah, I, no, I liked this remix tape mix whatever nice i enjoyed it no i certainly probably wouldn't recommend it for 8 30 in the morning yeah yeah no that's but move. but uh well, i mean no. i was listening to like death metal before it so really it wasn't that far removed <laughs> from like <laughs> early day chaos I wake up and it was I there. To death <laughs> death in the morning death is your alarm clock death in the morning death at night gotta keep moving i i have a serious oh, okay. gotta keep moving man we cool. did start very cool. late. I didn't have a, I didn't have anything to we say have, about we started late, nature of playlists and live mixes. No, but seriously, give this thing. I didn't, spin. I didn't have anything to say about one hour aggressive funk mix. Funk. I didn't I, I buy a couple. Of I didn't, I, I didn't have anything Vladimir. to say about the bootleg Playboy Cardi album, and I certainly had nothing to say about the sad, sad, slow death of fun mixes dying due to YouTube's copyright system. SoundCloud? No. During like oh. my senior year on SoundCloud. I know. That drives me so this nuts. Is, this is ridiculous because here's the deal. I, I don't know what we have to do, but I am willing to become a force for good in this if I can. Things like the Excision Shambhala mix, uh-huh. like the Doolab Live mix, uh-huh. like One Hour Aggressive Funk. We just, we <laughs> need a way for people to put music together, put cool transitions or instrumental interludes between them, have nothing to do with any of the original artists, and put them somewhere that people can listen. I don't, I maybe there needs to be a way to monetize it, but honestly, I don't care about that because I really think people will just do it for clout. Does yeah. SoundCloud and have not- ads nowadays? Yes. What? SoundCloud Go. No, dude. okay, so I remember it, like SoundCloud my Go senior year it. of high school, you would just get on SoundCloud and you could find all those. Oh, right. no ads, just everything. But here's on the, here's the, the first place I ever heard Adventure Club SoundCloud was on there. Oh, yeah. SoundCloud oh, yeah. is also choking those people out because as a platform, 
hey, it's not promoting those things anymore. It's promoting the go stuff. Yeah. B, the ads now go in between tracks that are above that are above a certain length. Yeah, that so sucks. Dumb. It is like even SoundCloud is now becoming hostile I to know. bootleg music. SoundCloud and SoundCloud was always like the breeding ground of. Hey, you I know, know what our Helms Deep is going to be for this? Datpiff.com. Datpiff. <laughs> well, first off, here's here's my beef. Datpiff. <laughs> That piff is nearly unusable. It's like, a terrible. It, it website. may be. It may be where like a lot of good stuff comes from. But that piff makes old rate your music look modern. <laughs> like, it's such a terrible Dat, website. That piff is embarrassingly bad. So I, I want to say, and I guess this is all I have time for because Aaron's shoving us along. I'm sorry. I if I can make one change in the music industry, I want to create a place where we can do bootleg stuff like this. And I, and I don't care who you are, don't verify yourself, I don't know how we're going to get around DMCA, but this needs to continue because stuff like this is my favorite stuff on yeah, the internet. I know. it. Yeah, yeah, it pisses me off. The the I was listening to this Skrillex mix that I've listened to for years the other day, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it was muted to Swiss cheese. Yeah. Like it would just mute for 30 seconds. Oh and I'm just God. like, oh my gosh. It's terrible. This is... And what I gotta download about? it before it totally alert, is gone. Alert! Big Brother says you're not listening to this song in the right way. Yeah, it sucks. Literally 1984. Literally. Dude, that's such a... Tra- Skrillex is such a great band. Yeah, dude, oh he's a God. great band. Like, when they're doing that kind of mix... When they come out on stage and perform... Oh, man. Zaging really poorly. Something, something <laughs> not right about it, dude. All right, Lauren, it's this is there. your question, yeah. and... Yeah. Let's go. So, okay. So my question is, uh, when is gatekeeping ever okay? And I know that I did purposefully pick this question to to trigger Jake. But I, <laughs> I yeah, I mean, full disclosure. Oh, I know, I, I know. But, but here's my question. Like, let's get even more fundamental than that. Why do people gatekeep? What need do you think it satisfies that actually does make people's lives better and improves them? And why do they feel strongly about it? Because it, for the same reason that we could sit here and we could say, like, smoking is terrible, right? Even if we all consider smoking to be a terrible thing, why do you think people smoke? And why do you th- what do you what good do you think it does in their lives? Makes them look cool. That leads them to do things. Yeah, I would agree. Smoking looks cool. But, and yeah, well, okay. But, but <laughs> I, I, I was about know, to go on that. I was like, all right, let's go. Jake, can you come up with a sympathetic explanation for why people would want to gatekeep? <laughs> Uh, because they have low self-esteem. Okay, talk about that. How <laughs> um, does that fix that? Okay, so so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have changed my opinion on this quite a bit over the course of the last few years because uh, back near the beginning of this show, it was zero gatekeeping. Gatekeeping is dead. Like no gatekeeping, nothing. None, none, mm. none, none, none. And I still in in elements stand by that, but I do again throughout some experiences in the last few years, I have come to understand that it does partially have some I'm trying to think how to get what's in my head out. So, <laughs> so it's like part of it is identity of the project comes from the fact that it is different from other things. Mm-hmm. right? That's just kind of how identity is is that it's different than other things. Yeah. So I, if that is the purpose of gatekeeping, because 
I think that there are many different ways of gatekeeping. There are, there are people who gatekeep literally just because they have low self-esteem and all they want to do is prove that they're better than you. Right. And that type of gatekeeping fully reject mm-hmm. from me. It's just cringy. Frankly, it's sad. I look at somebody that's gatekeeping like that and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad for you. Mm. You have to sit there and claw your way into making people think you have good taste. Ugh. So anyways, that type of gatekeeping drives me nuts. Yeah. It, but must, it, it must hurt Cody on the daily. It, it, it must. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a then, gatekeeper. See, but then so. there, there are people who gatekeep in the sense where I do feel like Cody is very much a gatekeeper, but I don't... (laughs) Please explain. But yeah, but I don't feel like the way Cody gatekeeps, it doesn't feel like very... It's not like aggressive or pointed. I think the way I look at gatekeeping is like, if you're going to say you are part of something, then understand why you're part of it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, What what I was going to say is like gatekeeping to protect integrity. Yeah. And, and that is what I'm trying to say is I understand that there is that element of gatekeeping. So I'm not going to say like I used to hey, that all gatekeeping is I got a red bad. flag Ooh. quote for you from a red flag book called nice. Infinite Jest. Then it's probably, yeah, I would say it's probably based. It says everybody is identical in their secret unspoken belief that, that, that way deep down they are different from everyone else. Well, but you are all different from everybody else. Not true. Me and the other Cody Coats are one and one. <laughs> no, yeah, that 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 is kind of what. Well, yeah, I, would I what, what I was trying to say, yeah. is like I do think the whole identity thing of where it's like what makes something different from something else. Yeah, and that is like a question. What What do you think well, makes something different? Well, you're different getting from you're getting else? on what I think is that gatekeeping is not. It is a side effect of something else. That gatekeeping is. Merely something that people do because they feel a certain way about something. Mm. Like, not that, not encouraging gatekeeping, right? Like, we could put down, like, smoking is a side effect of calling, I don't know, if you're a young teen smoker, maybe you're calling for help, right? And maybe calling for help is not necessarily a bad thing, right? And so gatekeeping would be an unfortunate mean side effect of something that is good at its core. And I've been trying, I've been like trying to figure out what that thing is. And I think it has something to do with like, we can take it to the broadest level, right? Say I put out a job posting for, Hey, I need someone with JavaScript experience. Right. And someone comes along and they're like, Oh, Hey, I've never programmed in my life, but I think I could learn this. I think I could like this. Can you hire me? I'd be like, no, Absolutely not. Like, I need to turn a profit on this. Literally 1994. Now, we we abstract that a little bit. We abstract that a little bit, and you get these communities where somebody pops in, uh, a non-gated community, so to speak, right? Where somebody pops in, and they say, hey, I really like so-and-so, and I'm excited to meet new people about it. Now, people who are new or fresh to communities are always like looked at with extra scrutiny by usually veteran members because oftentimes they're there to get what they need and get out or promote something mm-hmm. or uh, I think Aesop a lot of rock subreddit dude. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> well, a lot of communities that value <laughs> discussion and stuff like that or, or a certain, a certain form of intelligent discussion, right. Tend to bully out naturally people who are doing things that are different than what the community wants to do. Yeah. So what what you're hitting on is actually what I was thinking about this morning because I was thinking about this question 
in preparation. I was trying to gather my thoughts on how I feel about it these days. And I, I thought of like, and you, you kind of already beat me to it, but I was thinking of the example of like a university, right? Yeah. It's like a degree. The only reason a degree means something mm-hmm. is because there was some form of trial that people had to pass through. Right. It's what makes it actually mean anything. Mm-hmm. But but the point is, so I guess in that sense, universities, quote, gatekeep. Right. Because they have to make sure Dude, that I by think the time everybody's you leave, in, entitled to an honorary degree. Based. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, no, no. But that's exactly the flip side of the coin. Is is like if everybody had the degree and it was just like so easy, mm-hmm. then it wouldn't mean anything anymore. Right. So I get that. But then my question is, when it comes to that, is that really certainly not the connotation of the word but, gatekeeping? But I think what happens is we're saying that gatekeeping is a side effect of having a community that feels that the existence of the community and the way that the community is has value, which is true. Right. Whether you consider it from a university, whether you consider it like a like my buddy right now is part of an, a writer's club on Facebook. Right. Where people just post in asking for advice and their stats. And so writers have the ability to share their actual numbers of how much income they're making, their approach to writing books. And it does help each other. And I think gatekeeping is a side effect of just participating in a community and believing in what that community does. And if your community is geared around helping people that just want to stop by and just want the drive through experience, then you don't see a lot of gatekeeping there. You consider things like uh, like the male fashion advice community on Reddit. They very much, they encourage drive-bys. They're like, here's, a, here's an image, here's a JPEG that'll tell you what clothes to buy. <laughs> and, and they're fine, right? They're not a very gatekeeping community. But they also don't have a lot of people that very deeply engage with their topics because a lot of people don't want to spend the free time giving out fashion advice for free. Now, on the other hand, if you consider people who gatekeep who really, really participate in communities and enjoy high-context conversations, they have a reason to gatekeep out people who engage with it less or engage with it less seriously because then they'd have to pay that emotional energy to those people. Right, and I I understand that. I, I definitely understand that. Like, I, I think that those high context spaces, like what you're saying, do exist. And there are certain things that I feel like there are conversations I want to have with other people who have the same level of understanding. Right. So I get that. But my problem, and this has always been my problem with gatekeeping in general, yeah. is when you are unwelcoming to people that are not, quote, at your level. If you demean them or make them feel inferior in any way, mm-hmm. it just drives me crazy. And I, it's just like anybody can get here, yeah. But it's just it takes a while to get into that high, Bro, high context. That's space. not how the Freemasons work, though. <laughs> that is well. true. If you're a woman, game over. Yeah, if you but, are a woman. But no. But let me just say, you like, bring pizza to the sleepover, all right? If see, you're not bringing pizza, sorry. Yeah, but it, literally, it's just like if. If you make it so that even a sincere, earnest inquirer yeah. can't get to your level, yeah. screw you. Yeah, but, no. but let's talk I, about, that's literally this is where I it feel. hits. This is where it hits. Someone, maybe a teenager, wears a Biggie Smalls shirt out in public, and out comes Joe White Guy and says, oh, name three of his songs. <laughs> name three of his, tell me how he died. Tell me where he died, uh-huh. right? And the I'm teenagers like, him with my I don't fists. know. I heard Juicy on the internet and thought he had a cool aesthetic, and I like it when he wears the crown. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, but but then so where does that come from? Why do people do that? Because okay, the reason why they do that, and I've I have had to fight that within myself many times, and I've not handled it perfect many times. But it's because that person who was saying name three songs, yeah, while the way it's coming out is incredibly cringy and repulsive, <laughs> and honestly just annoys me. Um, you know, you gonna let him talk about boomers that way right what, now. What I'm gonna say is, even though it comes out that way, I get it. It stems from they have a deep love of whatever the source material is. That dude in your example, legitimately loves Biggie Smalls, mm-hmm. like loves, loves, loves him. And what he feels like is you don't understand how mm-hmm. much it, it, you're it, not gonna value him. You're gonna treat him like a commodity. It becomes yeah. the thing. The thing yeah. though about it is, it does become a very selfish standpoint, and this is also another reason. Yeah, why I, I understand it. I understand don't. it. You don't. Yeah, and because you don't, and I do, this is offensive to me. Right, and. The art isn't even about. So okay, me. all right. I want to interject right there because, like, I think that, that it's true that they don't, and I, I'm actually to a degree okay with that. What I'm not okay with, and you've kind of already said it, but is that you can't like telling somebody that it's like they really might not, and they, and because they don't have enough context, you know, like entering in and then kind of making like chopping something down, like at the knee below, like just making something really insignificant that is very important to somebody is offensive. And I understand that person to, I mean, for me, it's going to be something different than somebody else, but like there are but things that are important enough to me. The only reason it's offensive. The only reason it's offensive is because inside of you, you have a selfish drive saying I was in it before you. I know more. And you have to like, mm-hmm. it, it, it's selfishness or that's, that's literally a good or, or it's a judge based on appearances too, because <laughs> you're saying, you're a teenager, therefore you don't understand this. So okay, but well, I mean, I want to, I want to go back to my thing of. Yeah. I mean, that's it's. Listen, there's such a thing as being judgmental, yeah. and still being probably right. <laughs> I, wanna, I do it every day. I, I think though, for me, is the don't and can't because, like, if you're telling somebody that they can't understand, I think that there are some times when somebody. And it's no fault. Okay, make Memphis rap. It's no, right it's now. no, it's no, <laughs> it's no fault. But like, and it goes back to what you're saying about like new newer people in communities. Oftentimes, there, there there's ways to be graceful, a graceful, experienced member in a community, and graceful uh, new, new person in a community. Because if you are a new person in a community and you start speaking like you know. Well, that's just the same problem reversed. Yeah, but it is it's, a problem is all I'm trying to say. That, well, that's what and I'm so saying. If somebody, it's the same if somebody, problem if, reversed. If somebody is talking like that and then somebody goes in on them and is like, no, you don't know what you're talking about, it, it might be true. It might but, be true, But saying yeah. that you can't ever know what you're talking about is different to well, me. Well, but furthermore, okay, in the example of the dude wearing the Biggie Small shirt, okay, um, just wearing a Biggie Small shirt, they are not saying anything about Biggie Smalls. They're not saying Biggie Smalls is... They're not saying anything but inherently offensive. Cut, it's literally... Hold on, hold on, check it out. No, check they're it out. not. Pause game. Okay. The only Pause reason- game. We're pausing the game. Okay. We're in the options menu. I'm going to say something real quick. <laughs> I think everybody's got a point. Nobody here. can act in the options but in the options I can, because I am he, the menu. He, he actually God. can. This isn't the Stanley parable. <laughs> I haven't played that, but I'm in God mode right now. I'm in the debug. I think everybody's got a point here. And I think ultimately we're just going to keep coming back to the same things that we've been saying. Think about it though. Like you both are LDS. If someone shows up just day one, they're like, Oh, I've, I'm LDS hundred percent. There's a process to it. 
I'm not going to stop them, and I doubt either of you would either, or even Lauren. I don't think Lauren would either. But I'm not going to stop that person from becoming that. And I think that's what I was trying to say. Like when I said earlier, if you're going to be about something, then know why you're about it. Yeah. Like don't just show up. Like the example of a kid in a biggie small shirt. I'm not going to go up and be like, hey, name three songs, because that's a stupid thing to <laughs> I think do. It would be kind of funny. It, it is kind of funny, but it's also like. I don't know. I'm not going to get woke on that one, but <laughs> it's just like one of those things where I think in general, like there's the fashion side of specifically music. Cause we're a music podcast at the end of the day, people wearing like metal shirts. I, it's questionable, but I think we technically <laughs> fall under it. Yeah, technically, but like, I think metal shirts, seeing people wearing like Metallica, I get it. They're a huge band, whatever, who cares? But it's like the ones that are wearing like a municipal waist shirt. I'm like, what? You don't listen to municipal ways. Like, I'm not going to call you on that. I don't really care. It doesn't make any difference at the end of the day. The band probably made like $5 off that shirt. Good for them. Yeah. But like, I think if you're going to be about it, then know about it. I think that's fair. No, I, I think that's I, a I safe agree, level of my, gatekeeping. My thing is though, is like the funny thing is you bringing up like the LDS thing. Never really have I gotten like religious on the show and I'm not about to. I'm just going to say. just an example. No, 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 yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. It's a good one. No, actually. it's a really good example. It just made me think. Um, whether you believe in the Bible or not, there's that parable about the workers that some start at the beginning of the day and others come at the very last hour. And the people that were there earlier right. are pissed at the, the people, people that who just were listening up. to Biggie in the nineties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the same principle though. And, and the whole thing is it doesn't really matter how you got here. You're here, but and I, if you want to keep progressing, then just keep progressing. Yeah, yeah, but I, there's no reason you need to squish uh, their their aspirations, right. no matter how small. I, I there's think, no reason. I think I think what Cody was just describing falls right in what I was saying with don't and can't though, because like yeah, I think the there's the day, definitely a difference. At, there. At, you have to become like he's saying. You have to be intentional about it. And I think that that parable is inclusive of that. It's like, I am going to come and work in the vineyard. I'm going to make this call, right? I'm going to participate. I am sincere. And so, yeah, if the community is ever stopping somebody who sincerely is trying, yeah. then I think that there's a problem. Yeah. But if somebody is posing, I think it's okay of the community to call them out. I do. I think. Yeah, but you just have to define posing. That's what I'm saying. Because I actually totally agree with your point. I agree with your point. Posing, saying that somebody's posing, how can you ever say they're posing? I, I, I I'm really sensitive to this right now because I'm actually trying to enter a community that is pretty, pretty well gatekept right now. Is it the black metal community? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, ah, you look white. <laughs> yeah, you're in. You're in. You fit. That's, that's all the criteria. Hey, that's not. That's not anything. That's a dis on Varg. That's a dis on Varg, if anything. Oh, the Thulean wow. perspective. That just happened. <laughs> uh, but I'm trying to break into a community right now, and I think one of the one of the fears that I always have when it used to be back when I discovered a new subreddit, but now it's like getting into almost anything. There's like a fear of talking to people in there. I don't know if you guys ever have this. I don't think Aaron does because Aaron will just like DM celebrities, uh, <laughs> nice. which is amazing. I, I don't have whatever gene causes <laughs> you to do that. But like for me, I'm scared to even talk I, in these. I'm spaces. sorry. I actually texted Steven this morning. Nice. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Let him he know put his phone number on his website. And I texted him to ask if that Murray high school thing has anything to do with him. Yeah. I straight up did. Whoa. Did he because answer? it's on his own website. But yeah. did he like, answer? 
He didn't answer yet. Uh, uh, I, I'm hoping he will. Though. He put his phone number on his website. He put his phone number like on his Mike website. Jones put no, it, and it literally it just says text me smiley face. And I was like, okay, bro, are you coming to Murray High School? Because <laughs> your website says you are. Yeah, I need confirmation. Showing up. I don't care if it's just like a lunch lady man so named Stephen. I d- I did my own research though. Yeah, I went to the Murray's w- website stuff. It is not tagged right. It is not Steven. It is not it Steven. It is not Steven. No. I know. I'm kind of heartbroken about that it. That sucks. It, it's some guy named Steven that was like this famous playwright, and they're doing some oh, like what, what th- a musical fan- theater thing. What this a fantastic <laughs> thing to get messed up, though. Like, how I fantastic. I was about to buy tickets for that boy. That crap. is the saddest. You know what? No. That is one of the saddest things I've ever heard. I that he's know, not dude. actually coming to a high school in Utah. I know. Anyway, the the deal is I I've known a lot of people who tend to lurk a lot in these communities because there's a fear of speaking up, of speaking out. And I'm curious like is that to my advantage? Is it good that I'm scared to participate in these communities and really want to do things right or is it holding me back from actually engaging? In my opinion that? is um I don't know if if it's to the level of fear I, that's, that's actually my problem. Mm. Nobody should ever be scared or feel, you know, insecure about themselves, but they should be respectful because like, I do agree with what they're saying over here where there obviously will be different quote levels or degrees of knowledge and understanding and context. Yeah, it's like Scientology. It's, it's like Scientology. It's all Scientology. Yeah. It's all dialectic. But there is. There, there the is. Dianetics, excuse me. Sorry. There is going Table. to be different degrees of understanding and knowledge and experience. And yeah. that's just how it is. I, every time you say Scientology into a microphone, they listen and they record it. They, they keep they keep track of the They're number. Coming of, after. They yeah, they, they they put L. a LeBron GPS tracker. And, and to be clear, I mean, this is just like the closure community. So it's not like I mean, the people I'm scared of are a bunch of like, oh wow, never mind. I was about to diss on them, <laughs> and I just realized that that would be really. Never mind. You were all very handsome. We're gonna call Good them looking. No, I love closure. you all. Thank you so much for listening to my pull requests. No, but like. <laughs> Honestly, though, I just think if, yeah, I just think respect is how you should feel, not fear, yeah, not insecurity, because otherwise when people promote that, it just pisses me off, and that's what I was so focused on at the beginning of the show, and honestly, for most of this show, is I'm just pissed off at people who cut people at the knees. Yeah, that's but that's also one of the best things about 4chan, because there's no... Like, there's no pretending that you respect anybody else, and there's no <laughs> bar of entry. So you come in there and you say the stupidest thing possible, and you just deal with the opinions on it. Yeah, and maybe you accidentally said literally something hell on earth. That is the worst. No, eight chans worst. The eight second worst website worse. <laughs> on the internet. Yeah, no. chan, but think about it. No account. You you can say the dumbest thing, and it will never. So you can go on, and you can be like. I think Drake is actually the greatest rapper of all time. Completely unqualified. <laughs> you just get green texted out of existence. Yeah. Sorry. And then and then you just get flamed. Like and nobody there's no bar of entry. Yeah. <laughs> Implying that Drake is good. Slur, slur, slur. Yeah. Implying Drake is a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Implying Drake is real. <laughs> He's Canadian. Oh, man. Caring about a Canadian in 2022. <laughs> slur, slur. Yeah. yeah. Holy cow. Horrible website. Um, Bob of the Week. You're up first, Lauren, because you stole it from me. Bob, I'm going to remind Bob, you that every time. Bob, hibbity, bibbity, bobbity, boo. Don't. Hey, hey, do you enjoy going first? Do, yeah. Is that something you, that you enjoy doing? <laughs> yeah. 
Don't do don't freeze. <laughs> yes. Please. All right. No, I won't freeze this time because guess what? I found a YouTube playlist that Aggressive Funk actually has a real Apple Music and Spotify playlist nice. that Let's has go. all of the songs. Most of the time. Most of the time. God, God freaking darn it. <laughs> I can't believe it. Like, they'll post like, oh, you like this mix on YouTube? Go find us on Spotify. And it's completely different songs. Yep. Like, it'll be named the yep. same, and well, it'll just be... oftentimes, they don't exist They don't screen. exist. Yo, yeah. yeah, this playlist rules. I just... There's a guy named Hospice Main on here, and there's a song called Somalia on Hospice here. Hospice Main? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm pretty sure hard. this is the one. It goes dummy hard. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. I thought it anyway, was aggressive. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be listening to that this week, dude. Yeah. Hey, is that track you sent me on there? Yes. Yay. It's the second track. Let's um, and I'm doing long. another one. It's called What the Pup You Gonna Do by Bad Smith. The label is like a friggin' like gypsy woman in like a. Uh, 50s comic book style. Dude, let's go. I added I don't it to know the playlist. What's up with these Ru- I don't know why these Russians listen to all this Memphis rap, but they go <laughs> dummy with it. Memphis is just Moscow in the US. That's <laughs> actually pro- that sounds true. <laughs> I don't know enough to debate you on that, so I'm just gonna accept it as just, fact. But it sounded, feels correct. That sounded amazing, is what that sounded. I don't think we're allowed to listen to Russian music right now, though. Yeah, Too bad. Is what you gonna do? Stop me? Too bad. Yeah, too bad. Too bad. Too bad. Yo, so were you going to choose that? That's the, yeah, what yeah, the yeah, pup yeah. you're going to do? What the pup you going to do? By I'm Matt. glad that you His chose that because I already put it on there. Bad Smith. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> bad Smith. Bad Smith. Oh man. <laughs> Just imagine being like, what should my artist name be? Come down for dinner, Bradley. <laughs> bad <got> Smith. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to DoorDash 80 McNuggets. <laughs> Good style. I'm not Holy even going to lie. Oh. All right, Jake. Okay, so um, Eden broke silence after basically a year of, of radio silence. Mm-hmm. So he just dropped a new single uh, last week. And I have been listening to it nonstop, just like I usually do with his singles. This new one is called Modern Warfare. And it is very good. Speaking of, y'all see the Modern Warfare Two reveal trailer today? It was real cool. <laughs> <laughs> how did he? How did he handle like? Do you think he was silent because No Future got so many claps? Because I I no, like no that future, album. No Future didn't go over well. Is that what that means? Oh yeah, 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 cla- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I got you. Well, I got like, you. Yeah. If he no, released an so, album and his fan base didn't like it, so I could see him taking that. Yeah, line. yeah. So Even though know, it's a good album, you know what happened again with Modern Warfare? What's that? Same thing. Because I'm I'm part of these Eden groups. Yeah. And freaking the day it comes out all these people are posting memes like yeah me when listening to eden's old music me when listening to modern warfare and i'm just like yeah. what is wrong with you people like they just don't they don't get where he's going Dude, I, I, really even know wonder, came out. I really wonder if he might be better served and i understand there's a popularity <laughs> component here i wonder if he might be better served just rebranding well here's the thing is i feel like his i i don't feel like his old music is that different in, yeah, it's not yeah. incongruent with what he's doing. It's just he's maturing. That's yeah. what's happening. He's literally getting older, and a lot of what he was doing doesn't really fit in what he's going through in life, and his fans just want him to do the exact same thing. It just hurts me to see him like go through an artistic progression that I actually really, really like, because I like the Eden Project. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. I didn't care for, I didn't care for the part <laughs> where he actually was popular, and now I really love his stuff again. 
And to see him like just get so much flack for yeah. an artistic progression that I actually like, and I think shows that he has a lot more skill and maturity. Yeah, no, and the way I feel like is I feel like um, his fan base is just kind of splitting. Uh, go make another Love, Sex, and Drugs. Hey, you know what? I love that album too. I don't love that. Album, I know yeah. you don't. I love. I love that. But I don't want I, him to make another one. I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, where he is right now, yeah. it's just not the headspace he's in anymore. No. And so it's just like kind of annoying when people are saying, "Go back and do what you were doing," and it's just like, dude, he is blazing a new trail, and yeah. just let him do it. Right. And I do feel like um, from because I do keep up with the fan base. I think some of them are very annoying, but some of them are interesting. I, I don't know. There's I just occasionally like, good I like, stuff. I like keeping up yeah. with it. And what I just will say is it is splitting. There are people who are feel the way I do where it's like he is maturing and he's maturing very well. And there's other people saying, go back. And I'm just like, I have a question yeah. for you. I have a question for you. If you saw a YouTube thumbnail with a timestamp that said it was 45 minutes long and it was entitled I fixed Eden's no future. Would you watch that video? Would you click on it? It doesn't need to be fixed. That's the would thing. You, would you click on it? I Maybe out of curiosity to see what they did, mm-hmm. but that album does not need to be fixed. That's, because, that's the way I feel. It's like, like I'm not even interested in hearing yeah. any remixes or touch-ups or changes because yep. it's just like it doesn't need it because i feel the opposite the way, way about playboy cardi because i'm searching like wlr fixed a whole lot of whole lot of red fixed edition <laughs> yeah. better edition um, I, I maybe would be curious but i don't really care yeah i'll definitely have to give that a spin i didn't know that came out <laughs> it's it's really good um my bop is um i think we have to give it to pine grove Res- respirate no. let's go shout out to, shout out to corona Good choice. Shout out! Shout out to! <laughs> please go join the the local the, oh, the democratic social democratic socialist democratic socialist of New York. He Dude. set out into a crowd of Utahns. Yeah. That goes hard. It, it did. did go pretty. Shout hard. out to Bernie. <laughs> so I I've gotten to the point where like overt environmentalism used to be a thing that I that kind of turned me off about albums, but now after No Future and after Eleven Eleven. I'm like, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say about 1111. Yeah. Okay. I listened to that for weeks before they came, mm-hmm. and that did not even cross my mind lyrically. Yeah. I, that honestly is so, so, so buried under layers of metaphors and layers of symbolism or whatever. It does not even come across. And I feel the same way about No Future, too. Mm -hmm. I know that Eden is very, very, very much environmentalist. Yeah. But his music doesn't feel very explicit about it. Neither does Pine Grove. I I don't know. And yet yet I love bands like, um, oh, what's the one? Gouge Away. Oh, yeah. Where they're they're like, I've got bolts in my head, but I'm no monster. Stop testing on me. Stop testing on me. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like a banger. That's freaking that band's sick. sick. <laughs> <laughs> really good live. Are they too. still doing stuff? Yeah, pretty sure. Um, I guess it's my turn then. Uh, my bop of the week is called "To Seek and Follow the Call of Lions" by Upon Stone. Some of my friends from 
the Los Angeles area, straight up just melodic death metal. Nice. Sounds like it's right out of 1995 Gotham. Oh, so Sweden. they do that in metal too. They just tack melodic in front. Oh of no, 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 no. <laughs> like there's actually like harmonies and stuff in it. Melodic it's mostly stuff. in like if you listen to an album like Dissections, like uh, Stormbane versus At the Gate, Slaughter of the Soul, you would expect them to sound the same just based on the names. But they, no, Dissection, Dissection has a lot of really catchy melodies. They do, it. but I mean like more straight up death metal, like bands like Obituary yeah. or stuff like that versus a band like in flames or at the gates in flames, especially it sounds like their guitars are all written by an Ozzy Osbourne guitarist. <laughs> it's so good. See the cool part about Cody. And this is what I was trying to say earlier. CS character depth. Well, that's that. Yes. <laughs> unlike unlike yeah, no, literally yes, that, all of us. That is true. But no, what I was going to say is if you are approaching, for example, death metal or hardcore or whatever, if I go up to Cody and say, this is what I've heard. I'm curious. I, cause I've done this with him. He will just be like, oh, yeah, tight. You're going to love this. You're going to like this. That's how you should be. He's a, record store, be. he's a record store employee. Exactly. Dude, Grey Whale tries to get me to come be an employee all the time. They really do. They've been you, trying to do it for like You know what years. you need to do, Cody? You need to get obscenely rich and then work at Grey Whale while living off <laughs> your, your invention. Dude, I don't know sick. what it's going to be. <laughs> that would be sick. I could literally just be like Chris and Brandon used to be at the uh, Bountiful store, rest in peace. I would like 14, I'd go there and be like, they were totally cool. Like some dumb 14-year-old just wanted to talk about heavy metal. And they got me into like Neurosis and oh. pretty much all the death metal I listened to. Thou, like all the sludge and stuff. They're like, oh, yeah, here you go. Yeah. Dude, you and know that, That's where I learned it from is like these cool dudes that were in their 20s at that point who were willing to talk to some dumb middle schooler yeah. about death metal. Exactly. <laughs> also, shout out Greg. Shout yeah, out shout out to Greg. Greg does the same thing. Yep. Dude, I, I Like literally Greg just asked me. We need to what take are a you trek. Into? up to uh idaho. idaho yeah i was like i it's one of the falls That'd I just be, don't it'd be way cool to go and hang out with him actually yeah yeah no but i remember we went to entertain mart before he left and and he just asked me he's like what are you into no and, and i told him and then he's like oh dude go check this out check this i'll out. post a quote like, you, you're I mean, the coolest nicest I'll, person. I'll post a little thing because like it, it was cool because uh in a recent interview jack white talked about it because he was involved with the garage revival movement and like all the all that that was going on and there there was he said that he loved it because there was people who cared about music but he really did not like the elitism of the whole scene and he actually goes on about that for a little while and i thought it was pretty cool because he he was saying how he really appreciated the recommendations and how that influenced him so much but he wants to be somebody that's more approachable because the toxic side of that whole community really turned him off i thought it was pretty cool yeah that's it yeah that's interesting Shout That's out. interesting coming from him too, because I, I wouldn't really take him for. I think he's pretty great. I like yeah. him. Well, I just I just feel like. Are you guys gonna go see him on Friday? Absolutely. Yeah. My my favorite Aaronism is when you feel like he's about to use a way more specific adjective, and then he's like, "Yeah, that guy, he's pretty awesome." <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite. Stop me to think about it for a second. That's all I got, man. That's all I got. <laughs> like I was like. Honest, you approachable. You just top gun. It's the only look I've got. See, uh, you, see next you next week. week. See, you. see you next week. Next week. Aaron, was I out of see pocket this week. episode? You were out of pocket. See you <laughs> next week. No, out of pocket. No, you weren't. <laughs>